Is batching right for your podcasting workflow? Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 259. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning in-depth podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. Batching is a somewhat popular idea in the podcasting space, and it can certainly be an effective way to improve your podcasting workflow. But is batching really the right thing for you and your podcast. That's what I want to explore in this episode. And I know that you may already be batching your podcast. You may have tried batching or you may be thinking about batching. I would love to hear your thoughts on what I'm going to share and what works for you or what didn't work for you as regards batch podcasting. So please comment on the show notes for this episode and you can follow along as I'm going through this at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash batching. First, what is batch podcasting? Batching your podcasting work is usually when you combine similar tasks from multiple episodes or maybe combine similar tasks from multiple shows and then perform these tasks within the same portion of time. For example, you might record a month's worth of interviews in a single day. That's batch podcasting. You might prepare your entire mini-series of episodes within a single focused time. So you write your notes for five different episodes and you sat down and wrote all of those notes and split them up into the five different episodes. You batched your podcasting time there too. It could be that you finalize a bunch of episodes and then you schedule them for automatic publishing throughout the month or throughout the year, depending on your publishing schedule. Or maybe you record several completely different shows together on the same day. So you have a podcasting day and from the beginning to the end of that day or your time on that day, depending on your own personal schedule, you're recording several episodes of different podcasts and you're batching them together so that you have now several episodes of several different shows to release according to whatever your release schedule is. And there are other examples of ways that you can batch your work in podcasting But it's not only about when you record and then scheduling the episodes to publish automatically on certain days. It could be any part of your podcasting workflow that you batch your similar or the same tasks together and perform those tasks in one focused time of doing that work. And it can be very beneficial. In fact, here are five benefits to batch podcasting. And I have some disadvantages too. And don't let the number of these convince you one way or another. I'll share some thoughts on which way you might want to go at the end of this episode. But benefit number one of batch podcasting is a focused mindset. When you batch work, you can focus on the same task for multiple projects. This really helps you to get into that groove or that zone or whatever metaphor you want to use so that you can perform these similar tasks or the same task faster and more thoroughly. We all get into grooves when we do things and we end up having a more efficient use of our time during such a moment. Authors know this. 
it might be hard to get into that flow to ramp up to the work and get in the zone. But once you're in there, boy, you can fly through and write several chapters maybe in a single sitting. This kind of focused mindset can help you a lot with your content presentation, such as recording separate episodes for different aspects of the same core topic. Maybe you're doing a mini series and you're in that zone thinking about that topic. So for each episode, it's very easy. You don't have to shift between different topics or separate yourself with time from the last time you talked about that same topic. That's number one benefit, focused mindset. Number two benefit of batch podcasting, saved time. Batching can enable you to complete several similar tasks together in less time than it would take to perform each task independently. I think this is because there are far fewer transitions when you are focusing on the same task or similar tasks, but for different projects. And there are transitions that we face when we're switching tasks in other contexts, like the mental transition of going from one type of task to a different kind of task, or one type of content to a different kind of content. There are also software transitions. Maybe you use certain software for recording, but you use different software for editing, or that kind of thing, where there's a little bit of time to load the software and then get back into your groove of using that software. Even if you're professional with the software, you still have to get into somewhat of a groove once you launch the software, you prepare all your documents, you make sure you ensure that you have things laid out the way that you need them to be. There could also be physical transitions. Like maybe you have dedicated space for certain tasks. It could be recording, it could be editing, it could be writing or preparation or anything like that. Or it could be the way that you arrange your space. You have to set up your microphone every time you're going to record your podcast. So that's set up and tear down time that could be saved if you are batching your work so that you leave the stuff set up, you record multiple episodes, and then you take the stuff down and put it away if that's what you need to do. So you save time with batch podcasting. Number three is you get a great feeling of accomplishment. When you finish batching, you've completed several things instead of only one thing. This means that you can then enjoy that feeling by relaxing, by moving on to focus on something else, by knowing that the majority of the hard work is already done and now it's easy work ahead, or that you're simply on top of things and you're ahead of schedule again because you've been batching your work. Number four benefit to batch podcasting is efficiency in dedicated space. Your time in a certain location may be limited. It could be that you have a recording studio. Maybe you're renting a recording studio or you have a family situation where you can only have silence in the household for a certain amount of time on a certain day or anything like that. Batching can help you to use every minute you need to in that location and ensure that every minute is spent on the sole purpose of that location. And that could be space in time, your schedule, or that could be actual physical space. You could batch your work ahead of time by your preparation. You're prepared to record five episodes. So when you know your family is gone or you have the place all to yourself, it's silent, whatever the situation is, you can sit down and record five episodes because you have prepared all of them ahead of time. So you're able to be very efficient in that space that you have. Number five benefit to batch podcasting is more margin. With planning ahead and batching your work, it gives you margin in many other areas of life and your podcast. 
For example, you may have something you want to promote with your podcast, and it may be easier to ramp up that promotion and figure out how you're going to promote it uniquely in each episode or build up your promotion if you're batch processing. Because you can look at your schedule and see I'm recording five episodes and it's five weeks before this thing launches. So for this episode, I'll promote it in this way. For the next episode, I'll promote it that way. The next episode, I'll promote it that way. You can build up the enthusiasm for it. And then your promotion for that is almost on autopilot because you've already included that promotion with plenty of time in advance to ensure that you can focus on other ways of promoting that special launch. Or maybe you have upcoming limited availability that could be because you're traveling, because a holiday is coming up, or you simply want to have an episode on hold that you could publish if you're sick or there's some emergency that pulls you away from the podcast, but you really need to get an episode out anyway. Batch podcasting can give you more of that margin so that you have time to do other things or the flexibility to do these other things. And batch podcasting doesn't have to be something you do every single week or every single month and every episode is batch recorded, but the thinking behind batch podcasting could be extremely beneficial to you. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit. So these five benefits of batch podcasting are number one, focused mindset. Number two, saved time. Number three, feelings of accomplishment. Number four, efficiency in dedicated space. And number five, more margin. If you have more to add to this list, Some of the benefits you've seen when you've been batch podcasting, I would love to hear from you. So please comment on the show notes for this episode, number 259, at com slash batching. Now, there are some disadvantages to batch podcasting, and these are the disadvantages that stand out most to me. And certainly comment, please, on the show notes for this episode if you faced other disadvantages or certain things that prevented you from batch podcasting and you'd like to share that with me. Number one, it's lots of work. Batch podcasting is not easy. It's hard work. If you plan to batch your recordings, then this might mean that you have to prepare all of your content ahead of time, schedule all of those interviews ahead of time, and schedule them all for the same day. And if you have co-hosts, then you have to ensure that your co-hosts have the same availability, enthusiasm, energy, and attention span, and willingness to do this and batch produce these episodes with you. The amount of work to batch could also hinder you from making the time to perform the certain tasks that you need to for your podcast. For example, it might be fairly easy for you to record eight episodes of a podcast in a single day, But then the task of editing all eight episodes or writing the show notes for all eight episodes or whatever other tasks you need to do for all eight of those episodes may be so overwhelming that you keep procrastinating and you can't get episodes out. I see this happen with some podcasters that I hear that they've batch recorded and they have a certain number of episodes in the can, so to speak, but they struggle to get the episodes out because the other tasks they need to do are kind of overwhelming, realizing I have eight episodes or 10 episodes, I need to edit all of these. And this is up to you to really decide how much you want to take on when you're batching. It may be batching two episodes at a time. Maybe it is five or 10 or 20 or whatever works for you. But in any case, it is a lot of work and you need to consider that. Number two, energy loss. Because of how much work 
batching takes, you may find yourself running low on energy near the end of your batching. And this can show up in your voice. At the beginning, you may be really enthusiastic and your voice sounds great and it's really smooth, but by the end, your voice is obviously straining because you've been talking for so long and maybe you haven't been drinking enough water. Or it's also possible that you lose energy in your accuracy. And in writing your show notes near the beginning, you're writing thorough show notes. They're really good. You have very few grammatical errors. But then near the end, you feel like, eh, I don't care. I just want to be done with this. And I'm not going to re-edit. Or you start getting lazy and sloppy in certain ways. Energy loss can be a big problem with batch podcasting. So if you want to get into batch podcasting, you need to figure out a way to keep your energy up. Remember to drink water throughout your work. Remember to take breaks here and there where you need to. Remember to blink. Remember to do those things your body needs so that you can maintain your energy and stay healthy in the way that you're working on a lot of projects at the same time. Number three, unwanted or missing crossovers. This one is a bit more conceptual, but I've certainly seen this happen in podcasts and I've experienced it as well. If you're recording either multiple episodes of the same show or episodes of separate shows, you may end up with some unwanted things crossing over between episodes, or there may be certain things you want to cross over between episodes, but you're missing them because of batch podcasting. For example, this could be humor, such as a joke from a previous episode that in some way you refer back to or you repeat in your next episode. And for you, While you've been recording one episode right after the other, it's very easy because you can laugh at it, it's fresh on your mind, it's still funny to you, but your publishing schedule may mean that those two episodes are separated by a week or more, and so it might not be funny to your audience. Your audience might have forgotten the joke, and that could be an unwanted crossover from one episode to another. There could also be an unwanted crossover in emotion, carrying over too much of the emotion from one show into a completely separate show. For example, going from comedy into something more serious. I've run into this before when I podcast with my clean comedy show and my Once Upon a Time show on the same night. And I also ran into this years ago when I was doing my comedy show and the Audacity to Podcast on the same night. Sometimes the emotion from one would spill over into the other. I might be too funny in what was supposed to be serious, or maybe I was being too serious in what was supposed to be funny. There could also be things going on in my mind where I'm comparing the existing show to the previous show and thinking negative things maybe about how the existing show is going or my heart isn't as much into it because I haven't switched mental focuses yet into that different topic. So there may be some unwanted carryover and crossover there. This could also be the content. It might be something that you want in each episode of your podcast, but because you're batching these things together and one is right after the other, it could be very easy for you to neglect sharing the information in each of those recordings because you feel like you already said it in the episode when really what you said was captured in the last episode, not the one you're currently recording. There could also be some kind of content that doesn't make as much sense to carry over between episodes, but it might make sense to you because it's fresh on your mind while you're recording it. 
If you're doing a mini series, for example, and you split up your discussion of a particular topic into different parts or different aspects or however you do that, something might be fresh on your brain and it's very easy to talk with the assumption your audience knows what you're talking about when they might not have that context because they have a full seven days or maybe even longer between when they last heard you talk about this topic. So if you suddenly jump into part two, they might not remember what you're talking about. That's why frequently you'll see in TV shows that are very serialized, they'll have a previously on this TV show to remind you this is what happened last week and most likely what we're reminding you about the most important highlights from last week is extremely relevant to what's coming in this episode. For my TV show fan podcast about Once Upon a Time, I see this quite frequently where they will have in the previously on section, they'll call back to an episode from season one and we're currently in season five. And if they do that, then I know, oh, that character is probably going to be in this episode. It's a little bit of a spoiler somewhat, but it is also kind of reminding me of what happened before so that the context is reset in the present. This could be one of the disadvantages of batch podcasting to have unwanted or missing crossovers in your episodes when you're batch podcasting. Number four disadvantage to batch podcasting is less flexible content schedule. Depending on whether you number your episodes and how you communicate the links to your show notes and just how you publish your content overall, Batching could prevent you from being able to address more time-sensitive material. And really, much of the time-sensitive stuff can't be predicted because it could be the result of an unexpected announcement, some world event, something else that came up. So you can't always account for that happening. And if you are batch podcasting, then you may be locked into some kind of schedule where Your only options are either address the time-sensitive material late, and it's no longer and in a timely manner, or you interrupt your regular schedule. You put out a bonus episode, you number it weirdly, or you do something strange, and you put out an extra episode, and then that could throw off the schedule for the mini-series that you were doing, or it could interrupt the flow of your audience where maybe they get two episodes in a week when they're used to one episode a week. And that may overwhelm them or may frustrate them a little bit. So you need to keep this in mind if you're considering batch podcasting. And how will you work around this? Because, yes, you will have a less flexible content schedule. Not everyone will, but it is possible. Number five disadvantage for batch podcasting is inconsistency for a live audience. If you enjoy live streaming in audio or video, then batching your podcast might not be for you. Now, that is batching the recording of the podcast, your production, your preparation, your show notes, your publishing schedule, all of that could be batched. But what's great for a live audience is to have the consistency of a schedule so they know on this particular day, every week at this time is when the show is live. The Audacity Podcast, for example, is live on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern time over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash live. But you might not be able to do that if you are batch recording your episodes where you're recording all of your episodes in a single day instead of a consistent day every week across the month. Now, you could maybe leverage this to say, 
to your audience, hey, there's going to be a six-hour recording session, so come hang out with me for these six hours, and you'll get to listen to these episodes weeks before the public gets to listen to them in the podcast feed. That could be a special promotion you could have, but I really enjoy having a weekly schedule where the audience knows, kind of like a regular TV show, that they can show up to see the live show on a particular schedule on a regular basis. And number six disadvantage to batch podcasting is that it may just be outright impossible for some content. Any podcast based on current events or some kind of quote dripped unquote content like a TV show will probably not do well for batching because you need to get your content out there very quickly if it's at all related to something that's time sensitive. You may be receiving your content spread across time like a TV show where each episode airs each week and you can't podcast in advance for upcoming episodes because you haven't seen them yet. And if you queue up all of your work and you batch record your episodes or batch publish or produce or anything like that, then that means your audience will miss the content when it's most timely and relevant because they just saw something or read something or heard about something. So batch podcasting may be completely impossible for the kind of podcast that you're doing. Thus, these six disadvantages to batch podcasting are, number one, lots of work. Number two, energy loss. Number three, unwanted or missing crossovers. Number four, less flexible content schedule. Number five, inconsistency for a live audience. And number six, impossible for some content. So is batch podcasting right for you? It's really up to you and your unique situation. But here are some things that I would suggest that you consider and maybe some suggestions of whether batch podcasting would be right for you. I think that interview-based shows are probably the easiest to batch, especially if you can schedule all of your interviews for the same day. But remember those other considerations and disadvantages with batch podcasting and try to overcome them in your workflow. Some people can do this really well. Some people, maybe not so much. You really have to learn what works for you. I think that current events or dripped kind of content podcasts should really not be batched. Because you need to get that information in your podcast out as quickly as possible so it's still relevant to your audience. Co-hosted podcasts depend on the availability, the willingness, and the energy sustainability of everyone involved, not only you. It might be easy for you to think, yeah, let's do six episodes tonight. And that could mean six hours of recording when your co-host might be thinking, come on, dude, I can go for maybe an hour not six hours. There's no way I could do this. Or your guests or whatever you're working with. It could be someone writing show notes for you while you're recording. They might not be able to sit for six hours and listen to you talk for six hours of podcasting. Solo shows depend greatly on how much time you can invest in your preparation and your personal schedule, of course. If you spend a lot of time in preparing each episode of your podcast, then batch podcasting might not work very well for you. If your podcast is the type that you don't have to spend a lot of time or you do a really short podcast, then batch podcasting might be perfect for you because you could knock out 10 episodes in a very short amount of time. And then any live streamed show, I think, should probably not be batched if you want a true live engagement with your audience. 
But you could consider doing something like live streaming the raw sessions that you did record after you've recorded them, but it's maybe before you actually publish the episode. And you could stream that then to a special community, a limited group of people, or let people know, hey, this is a replay, but you're hearing the unedited version before I publish the edited version tomorrow. Or like I mentioned earlier, you could do the podcast day thing where you have all of your episodes that you're going to record scheduled for that one day and you tell your audience, come out for this day and you'll get to hear all of this content a month in advance. That could work for you. But all of this and other things are really for you to decide. And what I wanted to do is present you some things to consider. And I'd love to hear from you. Which way do you lean with your podcast? What have you tried? What has inspired you? What has worked and what hasn't worked for you? Please comment on the show notes for this episode, number 259 at com slash batching. So for myself, I've attempted to batch the Audacity to Podcast. And you may remember that I even announced that I would be doing batch podcasting for the Audacity to Podcast. And as a result of my working toward that, I do have a new list of nearly 100 episodes to do for the Audacity to Podcast. That's in addition to the list of upcoming episodes I already had. And I'm really excited about the direction I can go and the depth that I can cover in these upcoming episodes. But as much as I tried to make things work and tried to rearrange my schedule and tried to focus and maintain the energy, I found that batching didn't work well for me. There were a couple times where I did have two episodes of the Audacity to Podcast fully prepared. I recorded the first one and it went really well. And then I recorded the second one and I felt like it didn't go so well. And there were other times where I ended up rushing the preparation for the second episode because I was limited on time and I felt that episode just did not come out very well. So a big part of this for me is in how much time I spend preparing for each episode of the Audacity to Podcast. And that's about three hours for each episode. So it doesn't work very much for me and my schedule to batch record multiple episodes of the Audacity to Podcast or to write my show notes for multiple episodes at a time. I can draft some show notes or basic outlines and decide on topics and such. And that is a form of batching. But another reason I decided against batching the Audacity to Podcast is because I love doing the show live every week over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash live, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. It's a really fun, engaging way to present the information, and it does help me grow the show depending on the tools and platform that I'm using. And I really was not willing to sacrifice that relationship with my audience. In fact, most of the time when I record live, I hang out for a little bit afterward, and we'll chat some podcasting, do some Q&A. Maybe it will be some instant feedback on the content that I recorded, or maybe it's some other questions that people have about podcasting, and I enjoy engaging. So what I learned from my little trial will definitely help me when I absolutely must batch content. And that's usually for those times that I have less availability, like I'm traveling or a holiday is coming up or something like that where I know I still want to have an episode available on a certain day, but for some reason, I simply can't record it on my normal schedule. 
And this certainly does help me in other areas of my business, like blogging or writing or answering emails or doing other tasks where I can really batch my work and focus on that thing and get many things done that are of a similar nature instead of bouncing around between different projects. So which one is right for you? Do you batch podcast or do you record and prepare for each episode one at a time? I'd love to hear your feedback on this. So please go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash batching to comment on the show notes for this episode and let me know your experience with this or your thoughts on batch podcasting. That's also where you can go to share this episode on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Pinterest, all kinds of places like that. And I would be very grateful if you would do so. One of the other things I'm grateful for are the iTunes reviews for the Audacity to Podcast. And there are also Stitcher reviews and other reviews from other platforms coming soon. And for this episode, I want to thank Tio Technologia from the United States who said, I'm putting together the equipment needed to start a podcast. This podcast has been very useful to figure out what I'm missing in the process. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you very much for that kind review. I really appreciate it. If you want to review the Audacity to Podcast as well, please go to theaudacitypodcast.com and click on the appropriate icon over there. And please, in your review, include the name of your podcast because I would love to know what podcast you're coming from. And then you'd also get a nice little shout out here in the episode so people might be interested in checking out your podcast. And if you want your own international podcast reviews sent to you automatically and for you to have the ability to copy and paste your reviews, which you can't do with iTunes, or to sort and filter your reviews, which you can't do with iTunes, or you want to be able to share an individual review from your podcast, which again, you can't do with iTunes then go to mypodcastreviews.com. Sign up for a premium plan is what I really recommend because then you can monitor multiple podcasts, maybe yours and your competitors, so you can learn what they're doing well and what they're doing maybe not so well. Or you have multiple podcasts, or maybe you're monetizing your podcast and you need that ability to see your reviews more frequently. Go over there to mypodcastreviews.com and sign up for an account, and I think you will love it. And there are some great updates coming very soon to support other platforms on which podcasts can have their own reviews. That's at mypodcastreviews.com. I want to give a big thanks and congratulations to all of my fellow co-hosts on Noodle Mix Network because we just crossed over 9 million total downloads on Noodle Mix Network. And we have a lot of great podcasts on Noodle Mix Network, like a podcast about the TV show Once Upon a Time or about the TV show Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, including Agent Carter and many of the other spinoffs. We have a podcast that teaches you how to be productive and go beyond the to-do list and talk more than just the tools, but about the thinking. We have a podcast for women teaching you how to be more productive. And it's not only for women, but a lot of men listen to and benefit from the podcast as well. And we have a podcast giving you Christian critical thinking on popular culture and movies. A lot of great stuff and more to come. It's all at noodle.mx. And huge thanks to you for your support of our podcast. Maybe you listen to more than one. Thank you very much. You have also shown great support in the podcast awards, getting many of our podcasts in the awards in previous years. And you've helped the new podcast to grow and provide great feedback. So thank you very much for supporting the podcast. Thank you to the other hosts of the other podcasts for making great content, for making amazing content, really, and our whole team 
of people who help us with the podcast who may not be mentioned in every podcast, but they're behind the scenes editing or writing show notes or moderating chat rooms or helping us in other ways with the podcast. So big congratulations to 9 million downloads for Noodle Mix Network. Find all of our other shows over at noodle.mx and I'm sure that you'll find something else that you'll also enjoy. And now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitypodcast.com. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network, now celebrating over 9 million total downloads. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com.